Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Hope you had a great weekend. Woo! My weekend was amazing. I got to relax, reset, recover. Um, I got a chance yesterday to just go, my wife and I, go to the, uh, the beach uh, and just relax. Just us two. No kids. It was beautiful. Anyway, kids, we still love you. Don't worry about that. But sometimes we just need our R&R time. So we appreciate you guys on that. But look, um, I hope you guys had a chance to do something along those lines. And if you didn't, make sure. I know we're just starting the week. But this upcoming weekend, plan it. Plan it now so that you're going to get yours in this coming weekend. Anyway, look, I want to get into this thing. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Okay, before we dive into the stories, I got to remind you about football fever, right? Starting today and every Monday through Wednesday, go get yourself a football fever ballot in the Honolulu Star Advertiser newspaper. Fill that out and go turn it into select Long's Drugs. Give yourself a chance to win $500 cash weekly, right? You got to match or beat the score. You competed with myself, the rest of the panelists here, and at the end, there's a grand prize available. A big green egg Kamado grill. You don't want to miss out on these opportunities. So thank you to our sponsors for making Football Fever a thing. Hawaiian Telecom, Long's Drugs, and Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu. Thank you guys so much for allowing our followers, our fans, to participate in such an amazing weekly event. Let's go. Man, what a tough week for quarterbacks. All over the place. NFL, college, our local boys, man. Some of our guys got injured this past weekend. I'm not going to highlight one over the other because all of these guys are important to their teams. And hey, and they're important to us. Uh, but I'm just going to start off with, you know, Tua went down with a, with a huge hit, a rib, a rib injury. Those x-rays came back negative. And if I can just chime in here on some personal experience, I've had rib, bruised ribs. What happens is when you get that compression, the intercostal muscles, so if this is your ribs, right, you have these muscles in between your ribs. Those are the intercostals. It gets crushed and compressed. And it could feel like broken ribs, but it's not. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an injury that um, could take a bit, four weeks, they might say two to four weeks, four to six weeks, depending on what that, that is. So, look, Tua, man, we're, uh, we're wishing you a speedy recovery, hoping it's not that serious so you can get back out there sooner than later. Uh, I know you guys have been on a roll. You guys have been on fire. Uh, you know, so we, just, we want you to get back out there, but healthy. That's number one. UCF quarterback from Middleton Trojan, Dylan Gabriel, went out and his... Return is questionable right now. He broke his clavicle, which is basically the collarbone here. Last play of the game, which is unfortunate because DG was balling. And so those injuries, you know, everyone heals at different times with bone injuries, right? Uh, so, again, brother, we're wishing you a speedy recovery. Uh, and, and I know I've said this before on the show, man. Injuries, it's, it's a stickler. It's one of those things that you never want to have happen to you. I never want to talk about it, but it's part of the game. It's part of the process. But for these guys, it's just part of their story. 
It's part of their journey. It's part of their, um, their brand. And when they come back from these things, it makes them stronger. It makes their story stronger. And so, just stay positive, guys. Keep persevering through. Uh, another one, former St. Louis quarterback, Jaden Delora of Washington State, went out with a knee injury. And, you know, I know he, he was looking forward to this season. Year two for him. And, you know, with all the distractions right now that's going on at that school, you just want to try to stay in that positive light. You know, and unfortunately... Sports, football, it continues to challenge you. It continues to challenge us. Hence why I say athletes, man, are some of the most resilient human beings walking this planet. So uh, continue to be resilient, guys. Continue to persevere through because when you get through, through this and you come back from this, you will be better from it. Oh, my bad. I was just excited because the marching, University of Hawaii marching band had a chance to play this past weekend for our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Stephen Sai has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting that and talking about that. Uh, look, no fans, but with the educational exemption, the marching band was able to be there. So, hey, at least our boys had some kind of support. They had that energy uh, coming out there with, with, with the Hawaii 5 uh, You know, so look, assistant band director Gwen Nakamura said she had chicken skin. Uh, she's been there for 30 years plus, I believe. And to be the to, to perform at a home game on the new uh, Ching Field, she said, was just amazing. It's a great experience. It's going to go down in history. Uh, this class, right, it was the first marching band class to perform at this newly renovated venue. So shout out to you guys for for making it happen. Congratulations, and uh, I hope you. I hope I did it justice. That that was the trumpet. Like I, I you know, I tried my best, but. Anyway, uh, congratulations to the University of Hawaii Marching Band for making an entrance. Okay, look, it's been a minute, but I was finally able to, to get this guy here out of his busy schedule. My guy, Steven Sai, the sports guru. I got a chance to sit down with him and recap and talk about the University of Hawaii football, game over the weekend, the team, what they're doing, where they're going. Uh, and talk about some fans. Uh, look, let's dive into this interview. Check it out. Okay, Steven, my guy, Steven Sai, sports guru. Man, it feels like it's been a month since I've had you on the it's show, been a while. buddy. It's been a while. It's been a little hectic time, but you know, uh, things are hard. You know, just trying to get into UH football games, you know, <laughs> just trying to get into watch. watch aren't, hey, hey, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Well, look. I think they're trying to get in the game as well. You know, they've, they've yeah. struggled, man. They've struggled. And, and, and against San Jose State, the defending, you know, uh, conference champs, like it showed. But they, defensively, I thought we did enough to yeah. win that game. Hawaii forced 11, fum, uh, 11 punts. Trouble is, Hawaii pu uh, punted 11 times too. That's 22 punts. That's a lot of punts. Hey, I as a returner, I'm loving it. <laughs> Yeah, a guy like you guy. would love it. Yeah, but yeah, 
not, not, not so much if, uh, you know, if a team that's really trying to break out of an offensive slump and they just need to get it going. I don't know what the problem is right now because they've got great receivers, experienced line. They've got, um, you know, tremendous quarterback and they have Calvin Turner and Day Day Hunter is really stepping up as a running back. So a little puzzling why they're not just opening up and just doing a lot better, but I know it's going to come. I know they've done it with the system in the past, but they just really kind of have to show it, uh, you know, especially, you know, this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, drop passes, you know, to me, you know, I'm a receiver, right, Steven, former receiver. So I'm really biased to that position. And I just I, I watch a close eye on that position, you know, and hey, I can't say that I've never dropped balls in my in my in my career. I had I've dropped passes, but it's like it, I feel like there's more of it happening. And it, 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 it was in week one. I noticed that in week one, some drop passes, you know, like it's not, and it was not contended passes. You know what I'm saying, Steven? So as, as a receiver, I, I catch the ball. I got to catch the ball. So, and I'm sure these guys are going and getting their extra catches in. I, I hope they are on yeah. the jug machine and just, you know, you should be catching hours upon hours to where you're just like, you know, catching a football, catching a football on air is too easy. Then you bring guys in, hey, guy, hey, 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 grab my hand, wrap a towel on my elbow, pull my arms right before I'm catching the ball. Like, you can challenge yourself mm-hmm. in, in a controlled setting mm-hmm. as much as you can, you know, because catching the ball, that's what we do. And I think, you know, Shevin's he's a very humble guy. He's not going to say, but I know that there's some frustration there, mm-hmm. right? Because all you, hey, you, you deliver a pass, you're under duress. That's, you know, everyone's got to do their part. And, yeah, I'm not blaming receivers at all, but it, at some point, as a receiver, you got to take, you got to have some pride, and you got to really put it upon yourself. Like, hey, hey, I, I'm not gonna be the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be the guy. Every ball that's thrown to me, I'm gonna catch. You're right, especially since there are fewer passes this year. This offense, you know, and some of the passes, you know, that you're getting are a lot of them are, are really deep balls and. That accentuates it if you don't catch those deep balls because those are the those are the game changers. And offense in places before with with the deep passes with the power running game the combination of it it's taking a little while to kind of click right now but I mean the potential is there the schemes are there you're right but you got to make the plays. Yeah, you got to make the plays. Steve, the, the game is about making plays, right? And and right. you know you 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 make those and we call those explosive plays, right? The the, the, the 15 plus yards, 20 yards, those are explosives. The more explosives you can have in a game, the more you're giving your offense a chance, the more you're getting into scoring position. You know, right. whether it's a field goal, points are points, but explosives are big and we need that. And you know, I I yeah, I just hope that we can get this thing turned around. Uh, uh, and, 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 and as and as you've learned, it's not just that play that makes it. It's because it's the next play. Because now the defense is spread out. Now the defense is sitting back, saying, "Okay, now there's the wider areas to attack." Because you're making the deep plays, you're making the explosive plays. But if you don't do that, what happens? All of a sudden, the defense starts pushing up a little, a little bit more pressing. So yeah, it's very key for White to make the, the deep plays and you know complete them. It's well written. Yep. They've got the talent. They just got to do it. Yep, definitely, definitely. And, and uh, you know, quickly, I touched on it, uh, you know, here, uh, the, the band. You know, I know you talked about that. What, yeah. You know, what an awesome experience for the band, uh, you know, for Gwen Nakamura, the assistant band director, 30-plus yeah. years. 
Yeah. And she said she had chicken skin and, you know, for them to come out and to be part of this, be the first sort of almost like the first spectators as well. Right. At the game. And they, they were right? good spectators. They were heckling and everything too. And it was great. And they, they were so loud that the San Jose State radio guys are saying, hey, they're too loud. Why are you putting them in front of us? Well, imagine if there's a real game with real, I mean, real, a game with real fans and everything. It would have been a lot louder. So that's actually the importance of playing on campus in an intimate setting. But you got to get people on campus. I mean, they built this thing with money they probably didn't have. They put together quickly. Um, they worked hard on it. They had no other options than play after the project time. And, and for what? You know, the governor's got to ease it up. You know, there was a request, you know, let's just have the parents. They're going to be vaccinated. They're going to wear masks. They will space out. There are a lot of places to space out. He said, no, bad optics. I say, you know, it's a bad optic, an empty stadium. That's a bad optic. That is, Steve. And, and, you know, the rest of the country. If we're going to move forward. We got to do that. We got to have restaurants. That, you know, do what you're supposed to do. Be safe. You can eat, you can eat in restaurants. You got to be able to watch a football game. Got to. Got to. And you know what, Stephen? It's in these close games that yeah. that matters. That helps. It does. It, it, it really does. It could be the difference maker in winning a game versus not. I talked about this last week. No fans. The product on the field struggles. I'm just going to say it. It does. I, I need that energy as a player from the fans, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a give, give. You make a play, you get the energy, you make more plays. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so, so not, the product's not there. Guess what that's going to do? It's going to hurt recruiting. You know, one of on, only 130 major programs to not host fans. That's tough, right? And, and to, so, so that's, it's the, you see the trickle-down effect. And look, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. We know what it is. We've been talking about it for a long time. There needs to be an exception. There needs to be a change. We need at least parents, like you said, in the stands. We need that. 100%. Well, the one thing also you need if you're not having is don't play the music when the team's on offense. There's there's nothing like seeing the quarterback going like this, like coming down the, the radio guy so he can turn the dial down. Hey, <laughs> turn it down. Like, like yes. Hey. <laughs> I see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, lots to, lots to, to, to change well, and make know, adjustments You know they got to get to do the, do the DJ? Yeah. I, we were, when we were at the Oregon State, they had, a, they had an actual DJ. And you know a DJ. You know a wedding DJ. Malia Labar, Roosevelt uh, classmate of yours, I think. Yeah. He's now a wedding DJ guy. They got to bring him. They gotta bring hey, UH back. alum. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. he'll come in and, and perform and do a little something. Anyway. Anyway, he weighs like on. 100 pounds anyway. So he, he wouldn't take much room. And he's Look, New Mexico State. Yeah, yeah. He's a walking, he's a walking, uh, socially distanced guy. He's six ten ways. I don't know how much he weighs. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! All right, so New Mexico State coming up, right? On the road yeah. again, right? This, is, I'm not sure. Did you play New Mexico State? I'm not sure if you were in the they were in the whack when you were playing the Lobos, right? The Lobos. Lo- I, I, I think, no, no, I no, think not I the Lobos. <laughs> no, no, not the Lobos. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, of Aggies. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Next week, say Aggies. But anyway, they're Las Cruces. They are an independent because there's no place for them to play. They, everyone talks about maybe Hawaii should be an independent. This might be a lesson that maybe Hawaii shouldn't be an independent because Mexico State's kind of, you know, they're kind of like in areas where they can get around and things like that. But 
if Hawaii's an independent, I don't know who they're going to play in October and November. And one of the games that um, uh, New Mexico State has to fill, um, to fill up the schedule with is they're going to Alabama and uh, mid-year, and uh, they're getting $1.9 I don't know why they couldn't negotiate that extra 100000 and make it a clean $2 million, but $1.9 that's a nice little thing. But you got to go to, go to play Alabama. Yeah, and I don't think uh, I don't think the Aggies are going to be favored in that game. I don't think if they were the Lobos, they'd be favored in the game. I don't think anyone no. from New Mexico is going to be favored in that game. And but million bills. Yeah, well, you know what? Bottom line is we 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 got to figure something out, Steve. We gotta we gotta find a way to to start fast and get on yeah. the board and create yeah. momentum, and then follow a, a quick score with a with a great defensive stop. And then a big pump return by Calvin Turner. And then another score. It's complimentary football. We need to find a way to sort of have that sequence, right? And, and that's, that's football. When you put it all together, and you have that, that, that burst and that momentum. We got to find a way to make that happen this weekend. Right. And I think it will happen this weekend. And you're on the road. It's a difficult trip out there. It takes forever to get to El Paso. From El Paso, you got to drive 40 minutes to Las Cruces where the game is. But they'll do well. They'll be favored. They'll do well. The trouble is, that's a long trip. They got to come back, and then they got to play Fresno State next week. And Fresno State beat this team called UCLA, and UCLA is a team that beat Hawaii earlier in the year. So, hey, hey, you know what, man? It, it, it's time to rise up, though. You know, you don't look at what teams did, who they played versus you played, right. how they played, then they beat them. They beat us. Like football is the great thing about football, Stephen. It's like it's it's a one week schedule every yeah. week. Hey, this is it. This game. I want one win. And that's it. Right. And that's the focus. And that's our focus this week. We got to start this season. It's a new season. We got to go one and oh, we got to go one and oh. Well, look, Stephen, man, I appreciate you as always. Appreciate your time. And uh, let's not wait this long uh, again. Okay. We got to touch base next week again. See you next week. Take care. All right, man. Have a great week. Thanks. Bye. Aloha. Make sure you guys check out Paul Honda's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser talking about uh, St. Louis taking out Punahou. And look, it's, it's still proven. St. Louis is number one uh, high school football team here in Hawaii. Punahou is ranked fourth. St. Louis won 41 to 23. Um, yeah, I mean, it just feels like the rest of the state is in constant chase of our powerhouse program here. In Hawaii, let's just be honest. Um, St. Louis has been that school, has been the school that everyone wants to go to uh, because of consistent championships. Uh, you know where they're sending their, their their players off, Division One scholarships. It's it's almost becoming a a prep team, a prep school for football. Um, you know, so hey, shout out to to, to Coach Lee, the Lee brothers, the St. Louis uh, program for building that thing over the course of the years. But I know what that does. That, that, hey, they've got a target on their back and there's nothing wrong with being the top dog. Just know that it comes with that target. Everyone wants to compete and try to knock you off. And that, to me, is what elevates everyone else's game, coaches, players, right? I, the rest of the outlet schools, OIA schools, it doesn't matter. Right? Everyone wants to compete at the highest level. 
that's the way it has to be. And that's the great thing about sports. And that's what I love about football. And look, a score is a score. Yeah, putting a whole loss, 41 to 23. But I'm pretty sure that there's a ton of lessons that they're going to learn when watching that film. All right? Hey, guys, look at this. See this right here? This block could have turned into this. I love post-game film study. You learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about your team. You learn a lot about your teammates. You learn a lot. You learn a lot about the other team, their coaches. It's always a learning experience. And so, you know, I hope Punahou is taking a look at that film and learning. St. Louis is going to take a look at this film and learn and grow and see how they can get better. And that's what it's about. And so, look, uh, congratulations to both teams because let's just be honest. We're just happy that there's some high school football going on here. And I can't wait for the OIA to start up. Officially, September 24th, they get to meet. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some of those games unfold. And because I know there's been a lot of guys, I've worked with a few of them, that have put in, been putting in work. And they're ready to go. And just like I talked about with St. Louis, our University of Hawaii Rainbow Wahine volleyball team have that similar target on their back. They've been the top dog for such a long time. And this is what head coach Robin Amo brought up. You know, everyone wants to knock them off. It doesn't matter. You know, every team looks at their schedule. They see the University of Hawaii. They're marking that on their calendars because they can't wait to go and compete with the best, right? Supposedly the best program. I believe it is. And, and, but that's what comes along with that, that sort of history. We've earned that. University of Hawaii Rainbow Wahine volleyball team has earned that title. And so uh, I just want to commend you guys on that. Uh, our, we do have a lot of history there. Um, not saying that puts pressure on, on head coach Robin Amo. It shouldn't. Um, there's definitely a legacy to sort of like carry on. But at the end of the day, you throw all of that out. Hey, you show up to work every day. You got to put in the time. Day in and day out, you got to grind. And she knows that because she lived that as a player. On the coach Soji. She, she knows what that's about. And so, um, look, I know they're up for the challenge each and every day, right? You win the games, you win the matches by winning each day. And so, you know, dive a little deeper into this article by Jason Kaneshiro in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. And before I let you go, I want to remind you again, football fever. Go get your ballots in the Honolulu Star Advertiser only available today, Monday through Wednesday. And then you fill it out, turn it into select longest drugs. And I want to say thank you again to our sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs. Get your football fever ballots in, compete, win $500 cash weekly. Let's go. I'll see you guys come hump day Wednesday.